RTHK, the news at 11 o'clock with Andrew Sharofsky. Tonight's headlines, police say they've charged three people with conspiracy to defraud over the collapse of a giant LED screen at a Mirror concert last July. Chief Executive John Lee expresses optimism about Hong Kong's economic prospects in the year of the rabbit. And the Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants says it expects a 60% increase in trade compared with Lunar New Year in 2022. Police say they've charged three people with conspiracy to defraud over the collapse of a giant LED screen at a Mirror concert last July, which left a dancer in the show paralyzed. Damon Pang reports. Sources told RTHK the three people charged work for the concert's main contractor, Engineering Impact. The police had previously alleged that the company made false declarations about the weight of the stage equipment, including the screen used in the show. Officers said the trio, a woman and two men aged 41 to 60, will appear in Kowloon City Courts on February the 2nd. The force added that two other people arrested in connection with the case last November have been released unconditionally. The huge LED screen crashed down onto the stage during Mirror's concert at the Hong Kong Coliseum on July the 28th last year, injuring two members of the boy band's dance crew. One of them, Mo Li, is still being treated in hospital for his spinal injuries. He was in critical condition for more than a month, with doctors saying his chances of a full recovery were slim. But his father recently revealed that his paralyzed son had regained some sensation in his limbs. Labor Minister Chris Sun, meanwhile, says the Labor Department has finished collecting evidence over the incident and will soon take action, law enforcement action. He said last month that employers of the dancers were suspected to have failed to buy insurance coverage for the dancers. The Education Bureau says teachers and all non-teaching staff will no longer be required to take a rapid test for COVID from the 30th of this month, and that those who test positive but are asymptomatic can still go to work. It says this is in line with the arrangements for all other workers, as announced by the government yesterday. However, authorities earlier said students would have to keep taking the tests until the end of February. Health officials reported 3,789 new COVID cases today, of which 93 were imported. 42 people with COVID have died. Chief Executive John Lee has expressed optimism about Hong Kong's prospects, saying he's heard very positive feedback from vendors and shoppers during his visit to the Lunar New Year flower market in Victoria Park. He said he sees this as a sign that the city's economy will thrive this year. Priscilla Ng reports. Speaking to reporters after visiting the annual Lunar New Year Fair, Chief Executive John Lee said flower vendors he spoke to were generally happy with how business is going. He also quoted shoppers as saying that the atmosphere was good, adding that he hopes that will be the same for the whole of Hong Kong in 2023. He said he believes the city's economy is gaining momentum. We can see that in inbound travel figures, economic activities, there are signs of things improving, getting active. Also, the border reopening has been going smoothly, Mr. Lee said. Separately, the CE said his government is trying to further improve arrangements at the various COVID testing centers amid reports of long queues at some of the stations. 
He said officials will try and arrange transport to send people to testing stations that have free slots. The Hong Kong, Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants says it's expecting a 60% increase in trade compared to Lunar New Year in 2022, with many restaurants reporting that they're fully booked. The Federation's Vice Chairman Howie Wong says that with more COVID restrictions being scrapped, the outlook for restaurants is now at its best in three years. He said there have been many large bookings. Especially for Chinese restaurants, a lot of the bookings are for tables of 12 and or, you know, private parties. Before, when we were only allowed, for example, 240 people, you're only basically allowed 20 tables. So now we see more bookings around 30 to 40 tables in a lot of the Chinese restaurants, especially pre-Chinese New Year and also after Chinese New Year celebrations as well. And now the weather, mainly cloudy with one or two light rain patches tomorrow. Temperatures will range between 16 and 19 degrees. Moderate northeasterly winds becoming fresh easterlies. The outlook milder during the first two days of the Lunar New Year, although there will be rain patches. It'll get colder from Tuesday. Currently, the temperature at the observatory is 18 degrees Celsius with relative humidity 77%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time right now is five minutes past 11. A butcher died earlier today after he injured himself with a meat cleaver while trying to slaughter a struggling pig. Priscilla Ng has the details. Police say the incident happened at the Shengshui Slaughterhouse at around 1 p.m. when the 61-year-old butcher was about to kill a pig he had already knocked out with an electric stun gun. But the pig regained consciousness and put up a struggle, during which the man fell to the ground. Officers said the man's left foot was injured by his meat cleaver during the commotion, and he died after being taken to North District Hospital. The force said the cause of death has yet to be ascertained, while the Labor Department said it was investigating the accident. Customs officers have made another major seizure of suspected unregistered oral COVID drugs, arresting two men and seizing over 2,000 boxes worth about $7 million. It's the second COVID drugs bust this month. The men aged 40 and 43 are charged with importing prohibited articles without a license and possessing poisons. They will appear in Kowloon City Magistrate's Court tomorrow. Here's Inspector Hong Yan from the Syndicate Crimes Investigation Bureau. In this operation, we seized three different types of oral COVID drugs, which claim to treat mild to moderate symptoms. But since we couldn't see any registration numbers on the packages, we believe the drugs to be unregistered. So the safety and quality are in doubt. An environmental group is urging people to go green on red packets during the Lunar New Year, saying more than 320 million red packets are handed out annually. Greener's Action, which has been recycling lycee packets for 14 years, expects to collect 5 million used packets this year. It has set up 51 distribution points across the city, including at shopping centers and housing estates. The group's assistant project manager, Michelle Chung, says people should think about giving out lucky money in digital form. Hong Kong people use around 320 million red packets a year, which is around cutting down 16,500 trees. That is quite a lot of trees and waste a lot of paper. The electronic red packets is a kind of new way to distribute the red packets to reduce the harm to the environment. We always notice that some big companies start issuing the electronic red packets to their employees. So that is quite a stage. 
Saikung District Councilor Christine Fong is warning that there's considerable opposition among Chung Kwano residents against government plans to build a new town in the south of the district. The Development Bureau says it wants to turn an 80-hectare area, known as Area 137, into a residential area for around 135,000 people. But Ms. Fong says many people there are worried about the impact of the needed reclamation and massive infrastructure works. We are quite astonished about the size. And I think the opposition of this message is rather uh, decent, I would say. The land reclamation, always a controversial issue in Hong Kong, and particularly by the big residential complex. So this time the government even plans to put the waste handling facilities or even concrete uh, batching plant next to the ocean shores. I think that was the most concern about the air odor or noise pollution. Cafe Pacific says it aims to return to pre-pandemic levels by the end of 2024 and that it anticipates flight capacity to be at 70% of pre-pandemic levels by the end of this year. Vanessa Cheng reports. In a statement, the airline also said it aimed to operate more than 100 return flights a week to and from 14 mainland cities by the end of next month, with demand continuing to be strong over the Lunar New Year. Last month, Cafe said it carried just over 800,000 passengers, a more than seven-fold increase when compared to December 2021. But it said the air cargo market would continue to see challenges until mid-February, Last month, it saw a 40% decrease in cargo when compared to the same period in 2019. Hong Kong's flagship carrier said for the 2022 financial year, shareholder losses would probably be between 6.4 and 7 billion Hong Kong dollars. President Xi Jinping has extended spring festival greetings to all Chinese at a speech in Beijing. Ahead of the Lunar New Year, the president spoke with people from all walks of life, wishing them a prosperous year of the rabbit. Aaron Tam reports. Xi Jinping delivered a speech from the Great Hall of the People, greeting Chinese people of all ethnic groups, including compatriots in Hong Kong, Macau and Taiwan and overseas. The president said that over the past year, the country had optimized epidemic control measures to protect people's lives, safety and health and to minimize the impact on economic and social life. He pointed to the successful staging of the Beijing Winter Olympics and the Winter Paralympics. The body of a 10-year-old boy has been recovered from a construction site in southern Vietnam, marking the end of a failed rescue operation that gripped the country for days. Thai Lai Hao Nam fell into the narrow opening of a concrete pillar when searching for scrap metal on New Year's Eve. Emergency workers in Dong Tap province tried to extract the pole from 35 meters below ground so the boy could be freed, but they ended the operation after four days, concluding the boy could not still be alive. Germany's new defense minister has denied blocking the export of German-made Leopard tanks to Ukraine. He was speaking at talks with allies in Germany. Boris Pistorius said his country had not made a decision on the tanks, which are one of Kiev's main demands. I made it clear that allies can, for example, start training Ukrainians for the use of Leopard tanks. The question of licenses for exporting the tanks to Ukraine was discussed today, but no decisions were made. 
Mr. Pistorius said the matter needed to be weighed carefully, but stressed that Berlin would not stand in the way of such exports if other allies acted likewise. The United States hasn't committed to delivering battle tanks to Ukraine either. President Zelensky earlier urged the meeting at a U.S. airbase in Germany to provide his country with tanks and other advanced weapons fast. Google's parent company Alphabet has announced that it's cutting 12,000 jobs, more than 6% of its global workforce. The chief executive Sundar Pichai blamed the faltering global economy. The BBC's Theo Leggett has more details. What Alphabet is doing is cutting back on some of the over-hiring that it's done over the past couple of years. And it's been the same story at Meta, which is laying off 11,000 people, Microsoft laying off 10,000, Amazon, these companies all did very well during the pandemic. They over-recruited. Now in an environment of higher interest rates, falling consumer spending, advertisers are cutting back on their spending. And that's the key point. These companies make a lot of their money from advertising. And if advertisers aren't spending, then they need to cut their cloth to suit. The Irish Prime Minister, Leo Varadkar, has said he regrets the Northern Ireland Protocol, which was agreed as part of the Brexit negotiations. He says it was imposed on the region without the consent of both communities. The protocol kept Northern Ireland aligned with some EU trade rules, but angered unionists. Mr. Varadkar said he understood them. Economically, broadly speaking, uh, the protocol is working. There's no hard border between North and South. The single market's integrity has been protected. Um, the Northern Ireland economy is outperforming the UK economy. Um, but I can understand how uh, unionists and unionist politicians uh, feel that uh, the protocol has lessened the links, weakened the union between Northern Ireland and Britain, and also that it exists without them having a proper say as to how it operates. And to sport, for a look ahead at some of the big games in this weekend's English Premier League football, here's the BBC's John Bennett. There's a huge game in the English Premier League title race this weekend. Top of the table, Arsenal, after 10 wins in their last 12 games, face a rejuvenated Manchester United in North London. Arsenal are on a high after the convincing win over their local rivals Tottenham last Sunday, but this is a serious test of their title credentials. United beat them 3-1 in September, and they're much improved since then under their impressive manager Eric Ten Hag. Meanwhile, two teams who were expected to be in the title race but have fallen away dramatically this season meet at Anfield when Liverpool host Chelsea. Liverpool finally won for the first time in 2023 this week when they beat Wolverhampton Wanderers in an FA Cup replay. Chelsea ended a run of three defeats in a row in all competitions when they defeated Crystal Palace last weekend. New big-money Ukrainian signing Mikhailo Mudrik could make his debut for the London side. Elsewhere, bottom of the table, Southampton are aiming to make it four wins in a row when they meet Aston Villa. And Wolves look to continue their escape from the relegation zone when they travel to Manchester City. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Police say they've charged three people with conspiracy to defraud over the collapse of a giant LED screen at a Mirror concert last July. Chief Executive John Lee expresses optimism about Hong Kong's economic prospects in the year of the rabbit. And the Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants says it expects a 60% increase in trade compared to Lunar New Year in 2022. That's the news, the sports and the weather from RTHK. Radio Free Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time 
out of the mist Your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains Mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear At twilight time And a very good evening to you Thanks for sticking around and tuning in to Twilight Time 45 minutes of music from a bygone era Between now and midnight on the list tonight, Frank Sinatra, Errol Garner, Etta James, Jackie Gleason and Shirley Bassey, plus others. But the first one to get us going is an old hit from Ketty Lester. Together at last at twilight straight from your heart Keep us so near while apart I'm not alone in the When I can have all the love you Love letters straight from your 